I dream that one day mental illness will be met with the same empathy as a physical illness. That people won't look down on you when they know you live with a mental illness and fight battles in your mind daily. This podcast is for those living with a mental illness, but also those who want to understand it. I wanted to create a space where mental health and illness conversation are normal and in turn expand that conversation to the rest of society in hopes of breaking the stigma. Our Secret Self, Living with a Mental Illness is about finding people you can relate to through shared experiences, finding a way out of isolation, getting some answers to your questions about mental health and mental illness, finding out some helpful information about things that might make you feel better, and having a place to talk freely without feeling judged. Every other week, we're going to be talking about mental illness matters with others who live with a mental illness. To those in the mental health profession, we'll share inspirational stories and quotes, as well as discuss mental illness topics. My name is Elise Solonar, and I am so, so happy that you decided to join me today. So let's do this. I have to say, I've had a difficult time recording this episode. I've kind of re-recorded it several times because I feel like I just can't find the right words to express with the topic that I wanted to cover. And it's something that's been very prevalent with my mental illness, and I suspect it's probably very prevalent, if not the main thing that people deal with with their mental illness as well. And that is that inner voice that is our worst enemy, our harshest critic, and just never gives us a break, no matter what we do. For those of you who live with a mental illness, you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that voice or that secret part of ourselves. For those who have never lived with a mental illness and don't exactly know what I'm talking about, That voice is, again, our worst enemy. It's our harshest critic. That voice that you have in your head, in the back of your mind, that criticizes every little thing that you do, no matter what it is. It could be literally the smallest thing. Maybe you put, like, the wrong sock in the washer and you've, you've, you know done something weird with the laundry. Not a big deal, you know? But that voice is there just, you know, throwing every insult at you that it possibly can. I know I've experienced it, you know, with everyday things, but it's it's really ugly when something doesn't go the way I had planned in my life. Maybe a friendship didn't work out, or maybe a job opportunity didn't work out, or I had plans that fell through, or, you know, something just didn't pan out the way I had wanted it to. That voice is there without fail telling me, well, you know why this didn't work out. You know why that friendship failed. You know why you didn't get a job. It's because you're worthless. You're not good enough. You don't deserve it. It throws all of these insults at you and has absolutely no care for how bad it hurts your feelings. You know, it tells you you're a bad daughter, you're a, a bad parent or, or sibling, or you're a bad coworker. you're not good at your job, you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough, you don't look good enough, you're not good enough at this, you're not enough of this, you're too much of this, you're too sensitive, you react too much, you do this, blah, 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 you know, all of this stuff. It just throws all of these insults at you and just, it seems like it pounds you into the ground and just leaves you feeling so defeated and you can't help but believe it because 
it's your mind. It's this voice in your head. And I know people who are listening right now who don't deal with a mental illness, they, you know, they haven't experienced that. They're kind of thinking, hmm, wow, that seems a bit harsh. Like, why would somebody say those things to themselves? I'm going to tell you right now, that voice, it's not something that we can help. It's not something that we can control. And it's really not something that we can get rid of. Sure, there might be some, you know, treatments, maybe medication or meditation or something like that, that you can kind of calm that voice. So it's maybe not as harsh. Maybe it's not as loud in the back of your mind, but it's always going to be there. And I wish there was some way to get rid of it. Maybe there is. Maybe there's some newfangled technology or treatment out there that I have not studied up on uh, that can help. But I know when you live with a mental illness, I think that secret self, that voice is always living in the back of your mind and is always just waiting for any opportunity to kind of put you down because that's its job. I don't know the technical reasoning as to why it does that. That's just part of the mental illness. But I think the big thing for those who are listening who don't have a mental illness is just know that it's something that we can't help. I've been offered the question of, well, why do you do that? Why why do you say that to yourself? I don't know. It, and it, it doesn't, I don't think it's, it's not necessarily me. I know that sounds like it's weird. It's not me telling myself that. It's this voice. It's the mental illness that's talking. So again, it, it's something that I can't control. I wish I could just, you know, tell that voice, hey, you know, shut up. I don't want to believe you. You're, you're lying. You're not, you're not being nice. You're not telling me the truth. And, and, you know, to be honest, now that I've kind of come out of a little bit more of that fog of my depression, since it has improved a bit, I know looking back, it was lying to me. That voice is always going to be lying to you. You are good enough. You are good enough at your job. You are pretty enough. You are smart enough. You are a good daughter or son or child or parent or aunt or uncle, co-worker. You are fantastic the way you are. And that voice in your head is lying to you and just, it, it wants you to feel bad, but you shouldn't. And I know that is so much easier said than done. And hopefully you'll get to a point in your life with your mental illness that you'll realize that that voice has been poisoning you and it lies to you. But I know having lived through it that there's also a point in your life where you can't help but believe that voice and it puts you in a really bad spot. I know I had mentioned in a couple episodes prior to this that I had in about 2018 to 2020 been in the worst spot of my life with my depression, the lowest low. And that voice just, it latched on and wasn't letting go. And there were points where I believed it so much that it's like, I don't know how to get out of this other than to just disappear. In those lowest points when I was living in Michigan, I had mentioned the job that I had taken kind of didn't pan out to be the job that I wanted. There were some details with it that's like, oh, okay, that, you know, that wasn't told to me. It was you know, in November, so it was cold and it was dark and I'd never been there before. I had no friends or family. I just felt so isolated and alone that that's when some of those suicidal thoughts really popped up and it, it really kind of got scary at one point. And it's, it's, it's a lot of that voice that was kind of trying to teeter me over to the edge at times. And I know there's people out there who live with a mental illness who can definitely relate and say, hey, yeah, I've been there, or maybe you're living through it right now. If you are living through that right now, you're experiencing that right now, when that voice is so loud, it's so deafening that you 
don't know what to do and you can't find a way out, I want you to reach out to me. I, I've been there. I totally understand. And I'm offering you my ear to listen because honestly, where I was in 2018 to 2020, those two years, I don't wish that on my worst enemy because that was the roughest point of my life. And if there's some way that I can help somebody else not feel like that, to not feel like absolute garbage, then I want to be there to at least listen. Even if I don't have advice for you, I'm here to listen and I, I want to help. And that's kind of the point of this podcast as well. And having the private Facebook group as well as the Instagram page. Reach out to me on those platforms if you need to talk. I, I think if I had someone that I knew that I could really reach out to. I know I had parents and friends that I could have reached out to. But I, I don't think I had that encouragement to reach out to them. So that's why I want to reach out to you to reach out to someone because we're here to help and just having somebody to talk to, I think would have helped tremendously. Now, switching gears just a little bit, I still want to talk about the voice that we, we deal with and being our worst critic and kind of that self-blame game that it plays. But I want to talk a little bit about how there's been a little bit more of a movement in the last, I'm going to say, probably five years at least. Um, just because, you know, mental illness ha still has that stigma around it, how people don't really want to talk about it. It's kind of like, okay, you know, I don't, I think it's mainly a, I don't know how to address it, so I don't want to talk about it type deal. I'm sure there's other things that kind of play into the stigma as well, but I think that's kind of what has been a main component of the stigma thus far. But again, in the last, I think, five years, there's been more of a push to try to break the stigma. And with that, I think it's helped more of these um, kind of self-help or, you know, have your mental health in your hands, your responsibility type thing. Yeah, it, it, like the self-help culture. I think that's technically what the, the term is. But I think even that, as great as it is to have a resource like that, I think it still kind of plays into this uh, self-blame game that those of us that live with a mental illness tend to fall into. I think with these self-help, you know, books and maybe different podcasts and whatever else that you can read up on or listen to, I think they promote so much of this, hey, you know, have a healthy lifestyle, eat well like this or exercise like this or do these activities uh, to help improve your mental health. You know, it's, it's a little more uh, intricate when you're dealing with a mental illness. Those things, you know, they might help a little bit, but it's not overall going to improve your mental illness. And I think even though they're great to have, I think it leads us to, if we don't see improvements with our mental illness, it leads us to think, okay, well, you know, obviously I, I'm not trying enough or of course, you know, I didn't eat well enough or I didn't exercise enough or I didn't do this or, you know, I didn't do that enough. And that plays into that self-blame game. So I, I'm not completely knocking these uh, self-help programs. I, I think they are great to have, but I think they do kind of feed into that, 
you know, harsh critic that we all deal with if we live with a mental illness that just kind of makes us feel even worse because, you know, we are, we are trying to get better and then we see this and think, okay, you know, improve our diet, improve this, improve that, and we try and maybe it doesn't necessarily help and then it puts us down even more and kind of reinforces that voice saying like, mm, yep, that's why it didn't work because you aren't good enough, you aren't this, you're too much of that. So I think it's just, you know, it's great to have, but I think it just enforces that voice. And I know people will probably say like, well, you know, you choose how you react to things. I've seen that pop up a lot more in memes recently. It's, you know, it's not what happens to you in life, it's how you react to it. And that's, you know, it's a great phrase, but for those of us who deal with a mental illness, I don't think we can always kind of choose the path uh, of how we react to certain things. Sometimes our reactions to things are abrupt or things that we, we can't control. And I know, again, for those who are listening who don't deal with a mental illness, it's hard to kind of think, well, how, how, do you, how can you not control your reactions? And that's just part of the beast of the mental illness. It kind of does whatever it wants. It takes a hold of your brain and just takes the reins, the steering wheel, whatever, and says, okay, I'm, I'm driving this bus. And that voice along with this self-help culture just kind of makes us feel like we don't even deserve to get better then. We deserve, you know, we feel like it's our faults and we, we deserve to be in this, I guess, mental anguish, if you will, um, because, you know, we, we can't seem to kind of get out of this rut. So that the voice in our head is just again it's it's our worst enemy it's our harshest critic no matter what we do how well we do it that voice is always going to have something negative to say about it and something negative to say about us and it's again something that we can't control as much and as hard as we try. So I want to thank you all for being a part of this episode this week and being a part of this mental health and mental illness conversation. Of course, we've got so much more to talk about. And if you want to get involved with more details of this conversation, if you want to keep this conversation going, be sure to join our Facebook group and Instagram page, Our Secret Self Living with a Mental Illness. Both of those resources are there to create this safe, non-judgmental community I want people to feel comfortable with having a conversation about mental illness, so please come there to have the conversation. I hope you enjoyed today's topic and found something helpful in the episode. If you liked the conversation from today, be sure to join us in the private Our Secret Self Living with a Mental Illness Facebook group to get involved in more mental health and illness-related conversations. If you think this podcast and Facebook group could help a friend or loved one, be sure to share this episode with them and invite them to the group. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And I look forward to having you join me next week. In the meantime, I want you to take a deep breath, give yourself grace, and believe in the possibility of tomorrow.